Welcome to Bikini Diaries. I'm Naima Thompson, businesswoman and IFBB bikini professional. Here, you will get the inside scoop from many bikini professionals and myself as we dive deep into the inner core of our triumphs, hardships, and evolution. This podcast was made to inspire, resonate, and enlighten others with all talks bikini in hopes that you never give up on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's talk bikini. Dear Diary. This episode is brought to you guys by Team Boss Bodies. Have you ever wanted to prep for a show but have nowhere to start? Are you that person who has no interest in prepping for a show at all, but you just want to get that really nice bikini bod? Or have you already accomplished your bikini bod and you've already been on stage, but you just want something a little bit more in your prep? You're just really ready to take it to the next level. Are you someone who wants to try a healthy approach to this dieting game? You want individualized attention and someone to be your guide telling you exactly what to do and when to do it and to also be your number one supporter. If you want to feel a part of a community where all of your goals really matter and you're achieving results and the results are actually maintainable, then I am so excited to invite you into the club. Team Boss Bodies is exactly for you. We specialize in women's health. We help women to reach their health and fitness goals. We believe in keeping food as high as possible and cardio as low as possible. We customize your meal plans to your likes and your dislikes. And we also create a plan that is sustainable for your life for the long haul. You also have the option of choosing a more flexible plan if you want to count macros. Each plan includes your training, nutrition, cardio, and supplementation. Plans are adjusted weekly to a bi-weekly basis, and you are checking in twice a week. There's ongoing assessment to target your strengths and your weaknesses, weekly consultations, and ongoing guidance. You get 24-7 access to your coaches through text and email. And let's not forget our perks. We have a Facebook group that's going to help keep you accountable and invite you into a community that loves you and that is on the same journey as you. And team shows to get all of our girls involved. So if this is for you and you're ready to give it a try, you can go to teambossbodies.com slash apply and use the code Bikini Diaries for 15% off your packages. Now let's get into the episode. Welcome to another wonderful episode of the Bikini Diaries podcast. Oh my God, this is like the bomb week. Like seriously, the most amazing week because we are doing sales at the yin yang or is it 
ying ya. I don't know what it is, but we're doing a lot of sales this week. And you will instantly notice that when you head over to um, teambossbodies.com, you will see that the, the uh, packages are heavily discounted. And if you need more information as to which package you should uh, purchase or which option would be best for you, you can always um, contact me at teambossbodies at gmail.com. And I will be sure to answer you right away to find the best package for you. And also, you know, there's been so much talk about the retreat and we decided to do an amazing sale all week long. And the tickets are actually like slashed in half, like the price is almost cut in half. So if you are interested in going and you just are looking for a sign, like this is your sign. This is the week to get your ticket, like the week to get your ticket. Absolute best time. So I'm really excited about that. So today, um, this is going to be an amazing episode. I'm actually interviewing someone that I consider one of my really good friends, and we haven't actually talked in a while, so there was a lot of deep diving that we did and a lot of catching up that I am so excited to share with you and you have you listen to her journey. She talks about her struggles with dealing with her mother and basically how she went from being completely in control to out of control. Like she couldn't control her eating and just slowly watched her dreams fade away. And then she found the strength to find herself again and pull herself together and kill her season, pick herself back up, kill her season, her first season as a pro. And this is something that I know we can all relate because you know what? life happens. And, you know, prep is very, very difficult. And when certain situations happen, we can easily get caught up in the outside world and just let our dreams slowly slip away. And when that happens, it takes a lot to jump back on that horse. So, you know, props to her for being able to come out of this and teaching you ways as to how you can come out of similar situations. Something that's also really amazing about her is that she's a coach for Team Boss Bodies. And listening in on this episode, you're going to really be able to connect to her because she's so open with her struggles and openly admits that she's not perfect. And I know she also uses her journey to help others, which is so important. So without further ado, I am so excited and delighted to introduce to you IFBB bikini professional Beatrice Sanford. Hi Beatrice, how are you? I am wonderful, how are you? I'm great, I'm so excited to have you on. <laughs> I know, it's, I feel like it's been a long time coming. I am I am excited. Yeah. Excited to talk to you. I know, I'm so excited to talk to you. I feel like we haven't talked in a while and, and it's like not everybody knows, we like to talk a lot with each other so it's like it's like we're recapping, you know what I mean? And like just catching up and it's it's nice. I love it. Yes. Oh, yes. So we're going to start with a bikini hack, just a series of questions to get to know you a little bit better. So tell us, where are you from? I am from Michigan. I live in Canton, Michigan. Uh, and some people, well, I call it Ikea land. If anybody's like trying to understand where I'm at in the little mitten, um, it's near Ann Arbor. Okay. So, go Wolverines. Awesome. <laughs> and how old are you? Oh, past. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I am, gosh, I am older than I think I am. Give me one second, because I always have to do this to see when I'm born. That's so bad, isn't it, that I'm counting? 
uh, let's see. And he says, 30, I will be 32 this year. There we go. Okay. Congratulations. Yes. That's not bad. <laughs> no, it's not what I feel like. It's old when people ask me and I go, um, hmm. Let me think about that. I mean, 21, of course, is how old are you? 21. <laughs> um, not, right. You say it loud it. and proud in your 20s, correct? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I mean, you know, I say it loud and proud now, but it's just like, dang, I'm not really thinking about that anymore. And how old am I for real? So yeah, it's a bit of a change, but it's okay. And uh, Beatrice, what do you do for a living? Uh, I, well, gosh, two things. But um, uh, first and foremost, I am a coach uh, for Team Boss Bodies. That's uh, the online fitness piece of it. And then also the posing coach or one of the posing coaches. And then I am also, of course, a pro athlete. Yeah, and you we'll are. Talk about I guess we'll talk about, you know, where the changes in that one too. So right now it's just pro athlete and we'll have to add something on later next year. But uh, yeah. And how many years have you been competing? Oh gosh, since 2015. Oh, and when and where did you get your pro card, B? Uh, Well, for NPC, I got my pro card last year, 2007, what is that? 2018? Okay. Um, USA's. So back in May, April, May last year. Yeah. And what's your favorite quote that keeps you going? Uh, it's it's a scripture more than a quote. Okay. Um, but Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that keeps me going mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time. And name one quality about yourself that makes you a really strong athlete. Oh, God. I'm very determined I, I guess you know you said one quality but just focused and determined um so yeah once I have a plan set up um something in my sight I just that's it I just focus mm. and B what keeps you motivated oh what keeps me motivated so yeah I'm just gonna be as as real as real can be um just like anybody else, I want to be number one. I want to be top. So uh, I think it would just be like everybody else. I don't think there's would be a reason else to do it. Um, yes, I love it, but I want to be one of the best, not just one of them. Mm. No, I love that. I love your honesty. I think a lot of us have a hard time admitting how great we want to be. Mm-hmm. And we find ways to talk ourselves out of our own greatness. Um. I don't know why, but we just, it's easy to just kind of be like everybody else and stick out. Yeah, that's true. I used to be that way, but I, yeah, you kind of hold yourself back when you're that way, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. So what is your why? Why do you compete? Oh, there are a few reasons. Um, Not in any particular order, but the very first thing uh, I would say, just finding a place that I felt I excelled in. Um, Back when I started in 2015, I I was just slightly interested in it. Someone told me about it and I was going to, I was basically just studying for um, my personal trainer's um, certification and someone told me about it. I always liked to, you know, be in fitness. Um, but I, once I found that it was something that came, um, second nature to me, uh, I realized 
it was something that I had to continue doing. I had tried other things in life, just, you know, I mean, just like anybody does, you try things in life and you have to be honest with yourself, whether or not it's something worth pursuing or not. But I realized, um, especially after focusing for three months, winning uh, my pro card, like straight out the bat for a natural organization, it just kind of came clear that, okay, maybe this is something that I should focus on that I was born to do. Um, so yeah, more than anything, I guess I would say that's, that's like the main reason. Um, yeah, I, maybe I'll stick with that for now. That's the, that would be the main reason. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, sometimes I feel like it's hard for us to kind of figure out like, what were we born to do? What is our main sole purpose on this earth? And yeah. as we get older every single year, we we ask ourselves that. We're like, why are we here? Like, why am I here? How can I better serve my purpose? And I think that's awesome that you were able to find your purpose and you're, you're living it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like there's so many other things that um, open the door to um, where I'm at. And oh, I just saw a post um, yesterday, someone being bullied, that was a huge part of my younger years. Um, and I feel like having this platform and even coming into, um, or coming in contact with even more, I guess you can say the bullying side, because this is honestly, we open up ourselves to a lot of, um, criticism, um, and a lot of feedback, uh, within this industry. I mean, that's what we do in front of the judges, but, um, I didn't have, I didn't find my voice back then to, um, fight that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but now finding my way and finding a place in this industry, I also want to make that voice even stronger. I found my voice now and, and actually being able to open up and, um, what's the, how do I say it? Just defend defend, uh, you know, not only just my fellow bikini members or fitness members, but other people being able to have that voice to um, shut that down. Mm -hmm. uh, and like I said, I saw a post, um, what was it, a couple of days ago that reminded me of, again, why I'm doing this and why I needed a voice, why I wanted to um, just change the way uh, others saw me. Um change the way others like to um define me i wanted to define myself and and this was the industry that fell upon me that kind of changed that whole thing for me so. do you do you remember the post i'm kind of curious what the post said um it wasn't from it wasn't from me i was seeing a response of one of our fellow bikini members um um Basically, she was just saying that, you know, I guess she was in the gym and, you know, just doing her thing. But of course, she has the body. She's if she's showing it off. She, hey, she's good to her. She should show it off. But you have those individuals that are I just see it as either jealous and um, insecure. So they have to have something to say. And they kind of bullied her out of the gym. You know, and her, you know, so I was just seeing her response to that and just, you know, telling us what had happened in the story and just the breakdown. It's so sad to me because it, it doesn't just happen, you know, of course, in this industry. Um, but because I've had it, I had to experience that for like, I guess you could say 10 years of my life. 
I truly know how every single person feels whenever they say they've been bullied in one way or the other, whether it's a text, whether it's a, a post, whether it's to your face. And for me, it was just it really finding this industry has really allowed me to come into myself, find a confidence um, to combat that. I know it might seem odd. It's like, well, you're standing on stage with, in the bikini, and this, but it's so much more. It's so much more than that. that happens yes in your mind and being able to believe in yourself with the things that you have to accomplish to get to that stage to get to the next level you know of pro and and again being the top there's so many things that have to happen and align for you to be there and if you believe what other people you know say about you and um you know you get knocked down which I'm not gonna lie I mean it, that's the way I was back then where yeah it would knock me down yeah I would start believing what they're saying even though it wasn't me you know you you get the people you know that either they want to call you ugly they want to call you stuck up they want to call you you know whatever it might be and then you start believing it but in this transformation with in the fitness industry for me it just it knocked all of that down it tore all of that down and I was able to rebuild who I knew I was, who I wanted to be um, for an overall package, you know, body and mind. Mm. No, definitely. Well, we're moving on to the next question. (laughs) I I loved everything that we were talking about. I'm like, I hate to skip to the next question, but everybody wants to know, Bia, what was your greatest bikini moment? Oh, greatest! That means because I I still feel like I'm a baby in this. I mean, I just told you I won my pro card last year, so it no. Oh gosh, it's a tie. It really is a tie. Um, <laughs> I just thought about it. Uh, so yes, winning my pro card was one of the greatest. I honestly, I went in, of course, wanting it, but. I think I had, um, what is it, kind of distracted myself so much from it um, that when it happened, it was just like, this is a dream. This is a dream. I woke up the next day. This is, this, this really happened. So mm-hmm. that was, that was, um, it wasn't like I stepped on stage knowing, knowing I was going to get it. So I totally enjoyed that weekend. Um, and of course, meeting all of you guys for the first time on boss bodies um but my second would have to be they're kind of like a tie but the second one i would have to say was uh winning placing top five um earlier this year in vegas for that first show that i did of the year reason being is because i had somewhat of a rough year the year before or you know just what is it yeah what was it last year end of last year um in the summer, my mother, uh, was she, she had a transplant. She was a kidney patient. So she had a transplant. I was in the hospital with her for almost the week while she was in there. Um, I was supposed to do a show in Chicago that month, but it didn't happen. And I kind of, everything shifted for me. And the food started coming in and the workout started going out the window. And I quickly just everything just kind of just stopped when it came to fitness. Um, and I had to work that much harder, um, to 
get back to the stage. Uh, my highest was like, what was it? 132 or something like that. Um, and we worked and, you know, I talked to Casey. We thought we were going to be able to do, what was it? Uh, one in September. We scratched that. Um, October, scratched that. Finally, November came. And I thought I was at my best. And place, what was it? 13th? I was not, you know, very happy about that because I thought I worked my hardest. Uh, but come working through, we just, you know, I kept my head down and I just, I wanted that top spot. You know, you, I mean, I'm not going to lie, who doesn't? So I wanted that top spot and I had to work even harder coming in, you know, November, December, of course, Thanksgiving and <laughs> Christmas. Um, so that, that would be a, I would say, you know, that was the reward of working so hard to come back from, you know, where I was throughout the summer and even, you know, later in November, but just coming back and seeing that reward, you know, it's like, here, here you go, here you go, top five. So that was, uh, that was a, a very, very, very um, exciting moment for me. I will not forget that. That was my very first. It was a really fun week, and I was super excited <laughs> to watch you, you know, get that top spot, and you looked absolutely amazing. <laughs> Aww, thank you. You did. You looked beautiful, and it was just so fun, and you definitely deserved it, and I, I loved how you just kept going. I mean, a lot of people who have, you know, who have been through so much as, as what you had been through with your mom and then kind of giving up and then, you know, getting um, prepped and then finally getting on stage and not doing well, you would think that that would kind of set you back, but it actually just kind of propelled you forward. And I love that you were able to just keep going, you know, so strong. Yeah. So the last question of the bikini hack is Mm -hmm. if you could pick one, what would be your favorite prepping stage day or post show treats? So hard. No. Oh, I know what yours is. (laughs) (laughs) No, see, this one might surprise you. I think my mindset has changed. Uh, I think it, okay, honestly, I do. I think it changes depending on the stage you're in. And I, I know we'll probably get to this later, but right now my mindset is prepping. That's, that's my favorite. Uh, maybe right now, because I know that there are, uh, how do I want to say it? Uh, there are a significant amount of changes that need to be made um, for where I'm trying to go. So as opposed to bikini, where it was like, um, my, you know, minor changes that I needed. So yeah, of course, those post-show eats were, that was amazing. <laughs> um, but now knowing that, okay, I see where my physique is and I know like I, there is a difference. There's a significant difference that I need to get to. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready. Like that. I am, like, there's fire lit underneath. So I, that's right now the favorite part, prepping. Yes. I love prepping. It's it's so much fun. It's it's literally, I mean, as a competitor, that's what you're doing most of the time. You are prepping yeah. and it's a journey that never stops. I think, you know, a lot of us feel as though, you know, once you get to the stage, you do the show, um, it's over, you accomplish your goal, and then all of a sudden all your dreams come true. That's not the case. You're right back where you started because now you're ready to, you know, tackle the next goal. Oh, and yeah. so the majority I mean, of the time you're you're in that prep life, you're you're constantly evolving and it's it's the best 
I it's my favorite part. <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so I'd love to kind of dive back to last year, which I believe was probably like the hardest thing that you ever had to endure in your journey, which was, you know, your mom and everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What were you going through mentally? Why do you feel that you had why why do you feel as though, you know, you know, the food kept coming in and then the gym kept slowly slipping away? Well, there were it was twofold because I had just come off of my pro debut and this was before she got the call that there was a kidney for her. Um, I'm thinking maybe it was a few weeks before. Um, and the pro debut didn't turn out well either. It was, I think, 13th place again. That was the first thing. And, you know, you go in. Um, I, I'm just not a girl that goes in, you know, just saying, well, whatever, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, okay, I'm just happy to be here. I am sorry. I, I hope I'm not stepping on any toes when I'm saying that. But, uh, you know, I'm not. I'm just like, oh, I want to I wanna win. I want to place. This is the reason I'm here. And when it didn't happen, you know, of course, I'm human. I was disappointed. And I did feel like, okay, you know, your question, okay, is now I'm, now I'm in the pros. You know, now I'm with the pros. I did not do well. Um, am I right for this? I mean, I was good you know, before, am, am I right for this? I don't even know. So then I started questioning myself. And like I said, we were going to do another show. And right in between there, my mom got the call. So it was, it was me kind of di- di- pulling away from there. And this was the distraction, you know, where it was like, oh, well, I know she needs me. I, I want to be there for her. Um, well, this is good. I'm not doing anything else. I'm not doing any other shows. I'm right here for her. And so being being there and making sure that you know of course at her weakest you know she's just getting her strength back she's 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 fine you know while she's in the the hospital like I tell you I was I was there I did not go home until maybe the last day before she left um and so I'm dealing with my internal things and then I'm also focusing on her so I the whole stage piece of it it just drifted away like slowly just drifted away and instead of you know maybe opening up about it like I said I just it just went on the back burner because there was something more important oh most definitely you know going on at the time and I was just like well okay this is you know just kind of going with the flow and and instead of um still picking myself back up and staying focused um, I, and then, you know, playing, I guess you can say juggling, you know, okay, yes, my mother's over here. I'm, I'm here so I can help her, but I can also still, you know, instead of sho- shoving all this food in my face, you know, from the hospital, going downstairs and seeing all the treats and stuff and going, ah, oh, well, you know, I'm, you know, I'm here with her. So this is the excuse. This is the excuse. It really wasn't an excuse. Um, but I allowed it to be, um, and so that's what I mean twofold, just having that inner quarrel with myself and am I good enough and then going, well, either way, I don't care. You know, something's more important. She needs me. So I, I'm just going to throw my hands up. And that's what happened. Um, I threw my hands up. I didn't really make too much of an effort um, and just said all my effort needs to be over here and focused on my mom. I don't need to focus on myself and 
you know, if I get back to it, I get back to it. But the outcome of what just happened, you know, a month ago wasn't to my liking. So I have to take a pause and question this whole thing. And that was, that was my breakdown. You know, it was inner, it was inward. And if anybody really noticed it in my family and saw the way things kind of changed, of course, with eating and, you know, not really caring, that's, that's where it happened. Like within that week or two weeks, you know, and then of course, you know, my mom came back home and we want to make sure everything's right and everything, you know, so I was like, okay, this is just, this is where I'm going to jump into, you know, um, just like I did, you know, with fitness, it was like, okay, that's what I wanted. That's what I jumped into. And so when I started to question that and the reason for being in that, um, like I said, switch over to what was most, what was truly most important at that time. And, um, yeah, yeah. I, I lost focus of me. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that happens, but I definitely think that it's, it's necessary. Like priorities need to shift at times. You know, if Mm -hmm. you have a loved one that you need to care for, then your priorities need to, you know, need to change because our loved ones are the most important thing in our, in our life, you know, aside from ourself. Um, And at times when, you know, when you're going through so much, like not placing well, and then your mom and stuff, you, it's kind of like a self-sabotage, you know, you, you kind of start to, you know, find reasons to sabotage yourself because the things outside of you isn't necessarily going um, the way you want them to. And that's totally common. I've had, you know, moments in my life where I've self-sabotaged myself so many times, um, (laughs) which I probably should share more of um, in more (laughs) podcasts. But um, yeah, that's like a podcast within itself. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) But I would would love to like talk to you a little bit about like how exactly did you change your mindset? Like that happens to us where we we get to where you were, but how were you able to come out of that? What triggered in your brain to say, you know what? No, this is for me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get back on the stage. Oh, gosh. I can't say I remember the defining moment, um, or maybe I do, <laughs> as I think of the check-ins that started getting sent to Casey. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I, I, as I was looking at the check-ins, I was, I'm not saying that, you know, where I was, was bad. I mean, other people have seen it too. And they're like, oh my gosh, that wasn't, that wasn't bad where you were. I understood that. But the self-control was slipping away. And I feel like everyone needs a bit of self-control in their life. And when I was allowing that to go out of the window and realizing that, that's when I, that's when I said, okay, hold up. Let me reassess everything. And this was just for me, not you know, just for the stage, but it was like just for me. Let me reassess this. Um, and as I kind of took the steps to recess, you know, reassess everything, um, I just thought about it and said, I, I can't give up because of one show, you know, one thing that happened. Um, and I remember, um, a conversation with Casey, like the day that that happened, um, and it was more so that, you know, the journey that you have when you 
come out and start, you know, yeah, 13, 14, you have a place to go and your focus is up, right? Mm -hmm. And there's more motivation that can come out of that. Um, And it should have for me. And I was trying to talk myself into that, but I think it finally clicked. Um, mm, Let's say around my birthday, August, when I was like, yeah, no, you, that's, that's it. That's right. I, my journey and not giving up from where I started will be motivation, not only for me, but for other people that come after me. I can't just stop here because then there would be no story to tell. It would just be of defeat. And that's not me. Hmm. So I switched it up. Um, like I said, I started to reconnect with that self of mine, you know, dedicated, focused, focused, stick to that plan. Um, and from August on, that's what I did. Like I said, it was hard work, but that's what I did. Yeah. And, and I also kind of wanted to ask you, bring you back to when you talk about, um, losing self-control, what do you Mm -hmm. mean by losing self-control? Oh, I, I, I ate whatever I wanted. Um, I didn't, if I, self-control would mean, okay, I'm supposed to, what is it, do cardio five times a week. I'm actually supposed to go to the gym, keep myself moving. Uh, slowly but surely, I was like, uh, no, I'll eat whatever I want, but I really don't feel like doing this cardio. I'm just not going to do that. Gym, oh no, not today. Uh, and then not today, ended up not tomorrow too. And, you know, things just slowly just got cut out. The things that were healthy for my body in general, mm. I was just like, hmm, uh, well, you know, I'm, look, I'm looking at this person I'm close to. They're, they're, you know, they're eating this, they're eating that. You know, they're not doing this, not doing that. I, hey, I'll hang with them. We'll just do that. You know, and it wasn't, okay. I'll have that, you know, on Saturday, that'll just be the cheat day or, you know, just two days out of the week, I'll just do that, but make sure that it's healthy options going in my body, that I am moving, that I am, you know, keeping myself, um, in shape. Uh, and that, that's, that, that was my loss of self-control where it was just like, yeah, I'm going to do whatever I want. No parameters for my, myself, my body. Um, well, yeah, that's what it looked like for me. I know a lot of us uh, listening in, like we've had moments of that, or maybe we're currently going through that kind of phase. Can mm-hmm. you kind of give us a tip on how to change our mindset and why is it so important to have self-control in your life when it comes to health and fitness? Oh gosh, that's that's easy. I think of what I want to be like or how I want how do I say this? I'll say it this way. What do I want my older self to look like, feel like? What are they going to say to me? You know, if I could speak with them, what are they going to say to me? Are they going to say, good job? You know, thanks. Thanks so much. I still have mobility. I can still move around. I am living the life, you know, in my 60s, 70s and 80s. Or are they going to look and go, see, you just, you messed us up, you know? You, you had all this time and all this time to do these great building blocks, have, you know, these healthy choices, but dang, you messed us up. I don't want that. I want to be able to, to 
have, like I said, have mobility, live life, enjoy life, enjoy myself in my body without help at an older age. Um, and I do believe that making healthy choices at a young age helps that for years to come. Um, it may not be the only thing, but I do believe it is a very, very important part. No, I definitely. I think this advice is amazing. Like I love everything that you're saying. And I know each of us can. I never even thought about that, to be honest. I never thought about like what my future self is going to to say or think <laughs> about me. <laughs> but I think that's so important. And it definitely gives you like that little bit of motivation to keep going. And to just, you know, like, remember that this is a journey and that Every single day matters and it all adds up to that final moment when you're older and, you know, you need mobility, you need to be able to reach up and, you know, grab something out of the cupboard or, or, you know, bend down and touch your toes or play with your children or your grandchildren. Like these are the moments that you're going to look forward to. And these are the moments that are so precious and the most important moments of your life, to be quite honest. So I think it's so important that you keep that in mind and that kind of helps fuel you in moments where, you know, it's life is really tough. I am smiling so big right now. You have no idea how excited I am. I wanted to formally invite each and every single one of you to the biggest event of the year. Boss Bodies is hosting a three-day wellness retreat at the luxurious Laos Hotel in Miami Beach, Florida, being held October 18th, 19th, and 20th. This is an event you won't want to miss. There will be guest speakers, team dinners, brunches, a group beach workout, giveaways, meet and greets, and so much more. Be prepared to be inspired, educated, and motivated to take on life like never before. It's seriously the best feeling to be around like-minded individuals with similar values seeking to accomplish their health and fitness goals. Right now, since you are a member of the Bikini Diaries podcast community, I am giving the first 10 people who sign up a discount of 25% off the original ticket offer. So how do you receive this offer? And remember, we're only taking 75 people. Everyone is invited. And this is very, very limited event because we want it to be personable and we want to be able to connect. So again, how do you receive this discount? Please email teambossbodies at gmail.com. Mention that you're a member of the Bikini Diaries community and receive your large discount. Oh, I am so excited for you to be my guest and I can't wait to see you all there. I'm looking forward to meeting each and every single one of you, taking photos and giving each other a big squeeze. Speaking Mm -hmm. of like coping, (laughs) because a lot of people don't realize that when you're in prep and you're dealing with, you know, tough situations, like 
what do athletes do? I mean, because most people, you know, they'll smoke or they'll drink or they'll eat to cope. What do you do when you're in prep? How do you cope with the outside world <laughs> when you can't do any of those things? Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, I lock myself away. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I, I'm not a person who actually goes out too much. Ah, I'm not that fun. <laughs> so it becomes, I think I might have it easier than most. Um, I will give you an example. Uh, you know, like Father's Day, I believe it was. I was on prep. Um, and we, you know, of course, yeah. I know we're going to go out to eat. Um, and so I just, I brought my meal with me. I think it was both Father's Day and, and someone's birthday. It happened twice. And I posted, I think, once. Um, and my cousin's just like, oh my gosh, you, you live that Tupperware life. Uh, but that's, that's what I had to do. It's again, like it, it comes back to just focus and dedication. Um, and since I don't go out too much, it makes it more on the easy, easier side for me. So sorry, folks, I don't have like too many tips for you when it comes to <laughs> Just that. deal with it. I'm just, <laughs> just deal with it. I mean, like I'm, I'm by, you know, not by myself, but you know what I mean? It's just like, if I, if I hang out, it's with my family, they kind of know the deal. Um, or they just won't ask <laughs> cause they know the deal. Um, and, and I had to do, like, I had to do that to be honest. Um, because it is tempting. And my mom, uh, she, I'm sure she will remember this. She kept asking, you know, about certain places that they, well, we're going to, we're going to go to this restaurant if you want to go, well, we're going to go to this, you know, and it, it happened almost every, well, not every day, but it happened a lot. And then I just, I had to tell her, I said, can you not ask me to go right now? Like, I, I can't eat that stuff. <laughs> and it's just, you know, it, it gets to you like, dang it, I'm missing out. So it's just, don't let me know, just go. And when I'm off of prep and I can eat it, then, then, you know, I'll partake. So I had to do that. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pretty dull when it comes to hanging out and partying. If you don't know. <laughs> so I think it's so funny that you confess that you don't really go out. So I'm kind of curious about this. How is dating like for you while you're in prep? Does that happen? Like, what are your, the hardships that you endure when you're actually trying to date uh well let's talk about that <laughs> um I remember one time uh, well you know what it's not that hard I'm just gonna say that it's not that hard because I have connected with individuals who are who, who kind of understand um my lifestyle. Um, and currently, you know, I, I have someone in my life who truly understands the lifestyle because they compete as well. Um, but I have brought my own food to a date before. <laughs> um, just again, because I, I knew what I could eat. I knew that there were possible possibilities, there were possibilities that there was something on the menu that I couldn't have. Um, or I would be tempted to, you know, get something that's, you know, off plan. So I would, yeah, I've brought, I've brought my own meals before, but currently, um, with the individual I'm seeing, it's easier because 
they truly understand the lifestyle and they're living it themselves. So like dating them, it's like, okay, you know, both on both sides. Well, do you have your food? Do you have your food? Oh, well I have, you know, it's, it's, it's that way. So it makes it so much easier. Um, beforehand. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty awkward and I would have to kind of, um, plan around, which made it horrible, but you know, like plan around your meals or something like that, or, or plan for something earlier. Cause you're like, I gotta, I have to get in the bed at this time. I need my sleep. I don't want to stress all this, you know? So yeah. Or um, like you have to eat at a certain time, yes. like, okay, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't go out to eat because I can't really eat out. But, you know, if we go right. to a movie, let's go to a movie at this time so I can get in that meal. Like, it gets kind of awkward. It, it, <laughs> or it does. It gets kind of tough. It, it does. And it did. Like, I'm thinking back to one where, yeah, it did. It really did. And it's, I would say it's a blessing just to, you know, have someone who truly understands um, the lifestyle, whether they're in it or not, just that they truly understand. Um, and it makes it easy on you know you as an athlete because then you don't feel awkward you don't feel weird about you know how how your life is and how it's set up especially when you're in prep um so that's yeah that that's where my that's that's where my um I guess you can say dating life has gone so it's 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 in the good. It's it's good right now. It's good now. I think like <laughs> sometimes it's kind of hard for us when we're, you know, trying to meet new people because of the things that we, you know, that we do that is so different than everybody else. But I guess that's why you decided to date a competitor. And so, you know, it makes things a little bit easier when they kind of understand like why you're eating the way you are, like meal timing and all of those great things. Oh, yes. Yes. It, it truly does. I will say that sometimes they're on it more than I am, but it, it that helps, you know? Uh, so that, yeah, I think that's a really good thing. That's kind of, not kind of, but that's what I wanted. Like, especially being in this industry, that's what I was looking for. So after your season of, you know, the hard time with your mother and then you getting right back into prep, um, you actually started coaching for Boss Bodies. Exactly when did that start happening? And tell me a little bit about that whole process. Yes. So I started as a posing coach first in July. Um, and that's amazing. Honestly, I, I have no other words, but amazing. Um, very fun. Uh, I had always, okay, now I'm going to like, I'm sorry, this is going to be a long answer. <laughs> I'll take you back to when I was younger in high school and there was, I was into modeling and there was this, um, what do you call it? A uh, fashion show that was going on at our high school. And so of course me and my sister, you know, we, we knew our moves, we knew our walk and all that. And as we were getting routines together for the, the, you know, just the, what do you call it? The tryouts. Uh, some other girls just walked over Oh, could you, could you show us? Could you help us? Could you, could you give us something? And that's what we did. Like the entire time it was practice before rehearsals, we're just helping the other girls, giving them routines to walk down to. So everybody wasn't the same. And I so, and I told myself, Ooh, I'd love to do something like this. Like this is, this is up my, my alley. And so to be given the chance, you know, so many years down the line, um, to, kind of be in the similar, um, you know, area and mindset that I was back then. Um, but now for posing, uh, in bikini, it was like, Oh, 
yes, again, like this is this is where I feel um, feel I'm supposed to be, and to be able to connect with the girls on this level um, and just you know, create something unique for them, um, getting to know them, getting to help them know their bodies and just, you know, what works. Uh, it's, it's rewarding. It definitely is rewarding for me and seeing, you know, from a start to finish, uh, it's really, it's really amazing. And then I was, what is it? September, I think it was, was when I started actual, um, coaching uh, like for competitors and for lifestyle, uh, both. And it was, at first it was scary. Like I knew I wanted to do it, but first it was scary, but I knew I had to believe in myself. Um, because, you know, I had a few individuals not on, you know, before I started working with boss bodies, I had a few individuals before, um, but it was only a few, you know, I was doing something else. This was on the side and it was like, okay, it's just a few of you guys, but um, to now have and take on, you know, so many, um, individuals, so many personalities. It's like, it's, it's, a it's a growing process on my end. Um, and a good one. I was really, uh, how, how do you say, I was really pleased to be able to, or honored. Uh, that's what I want to say. I was really honored to be able to go along the journey on both sides. Like I said, lifestyle and, and um, competition but to go along with a lot of these ladies and get to learn you know who they are who, you know what they're all about um and just growing with them it's it's a it's a nice thing to be able to do I honestly never thought that I would be in this position um but as oh, well we might talk about that later but as life went on and other opportunities opened up, I was blessed to have this position and still feel like I am. I mean, it's, um, yeah, still feel like I am. And I am looking forward to, you know, as I grow as a coach, what else is to come? Yeah, I remember um, it was a long time ago when Casey had approached me and said, hey, like Beatrice is, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, having her as a coach. And I didn't know you at the time. But then after I met you, I was like, oh, my God, I love her. Like, she would be so great. And, you know, since then, like the girls have really loved you and you've grown so much and like, you know, it's it's just been a really fun journey to have you. And I kind of wanted to ask you a little bit about even like before then, even before you started coaching, like how did you, like what made you want to switch to Team Boss Bodies? Oh, oh, well, see, it wasn't, uh, well, I guess you'd say it wasn't a switch. I was by myself. So I had not been on any other team beforehand. Um, and I was watching, let's see, let's see if I can, if I can shorten this up. Because <laughs> I told you the story before. Uh, let's see. So I was watching you um, through your IG stories and, you know, your posts. Because I had met you, you know, I think it was a year before I got with Boss Bodies. Um, and, you know, you, 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 my goodness, woman, the body and everything. I said, I want that. I don't know where it's from, but I want that, whatever she has. Uh, so I followed you quietly and you posted and, and just, you know, sang praises about Team Boss Bodies. And 
so I watched and listened and I said, okay, fine. I've never been with a coach before or a team. I don't know if I want one. Um, but if she goes pro, then fine. I'm going to call and, you know, connect with this team. And lo and behold, I knew you would. I mean, you're placing top five, you know, and stuff like that. I said, okay, all right. Lo and behold, you know, a few months later, it's like, oh, my gosh, we're so happy she got her pro card. I said, okay, so who's this woman, Casey? Let me give them a call. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. I 2017 in November, I mean, I, I had, which was cool, I had already, I think 2016, I had inquired and sent you like a direct message. Like, can you tell me a little bit about the team? And you, here's my number. You can give me a call. We can talk. I said, oh, oh, oh. And I've never, to be honest, I've never um, experienced women to be that way. I was expecting either nothing or very, um, mm, I don't want to say snobbish, but you know, just like, I'm going to give you as little information as possible. You know, okay, here you go. But no, you were so welcoming and, you know, you, you sat on the phone with me. I think, I don't know, probably about 20 minutes we were talking and I asked some questions and, you know, you were just so open to give me what I needed. Um, and I know for certain that was definitely um, a push. Um, like I said, the, the pro card. Yeah. But then just the push to go, well, she was, she's so sweet. You know, it's just, okay. All right. I can do this. I can do this. Cause like I said, I knew it was a team of girls. Yeah. We're spread across the country, but still it's, it's like a team of girls. And I hadn't had too much of a good experience with girls, um, with all the bullying. So it was, you know, just a uh, hesitation, but the first impression I got with you and being connected with boss bodies, um, that that solidified it for me. I said, yeah, yeah. And then, and then meeting all the other girls, you know, the day of, um, what is it? Well, not, not that day, but I guess even prior to, we had like, oh gosh, we had so many group texts and everybody encouraging everybody and, you know, wanting to get to know everybody. That was, it was just confirmation that as I'm going along my journey, I said, yeah, this was the right team. This, that was it. I'm smiling so big right now. (laughs) You're so sweet. And it's so funny because actually when we talked, like I didn't even work for Boss Bodies. I was just excited to talk to you. I was like, ooh, let's talk to this girl. Like, you know, it's so (laughs) – I think a lot of people have this misconception that, you know, we're not as open. And, I mean, some girls are not as open. I think that comes from fear. But, Mm -hmm. you know, we're in this industry. And to be quite honest, it's kind of lonely and isolated. So when someone talks to me, I'm I'm more than excited to talk to them, especially when – they're into fitness and some of the same things I am because it just makes it all that much more enjoyable. <laughs> but that's so awesome. Like, I'm so excited that you joined the team and and um, and then you turn pro like instantly. I mean, B, you have one of those bodies that it was just one of those things where Casey just knew you were going to be a pro. You know, it was just like, okay, we, this girl's amazing. Like, she's dedicated. Like, she's got this. And, and I think within – I mean, I don't even know if it was six months you had already gotten your pro card, which is like phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Six months. Wow. Yes. So now that you actually obtained your pro card and you're a pro, do you feel like being a pro is really what it seems or what people make it seem to be like on social media? 
Yes and no. Um, for your top competitors, of course. Um, I feel like there's only a few spots for that. Um, but there are a lot of pros. If you think about it, you know, there are, there are a lot of pros that we have out there, especially if you come to the shows. Um, and not everybody has that, uh, uh, not, not everybody knows everyone's name. You know what I mean? Um, even, even with you being a pro, uh, I, I did have thoughts in my mind, you know, of how it would be or how it could be when you turn pro, but I just woke up the next day, the same person. And, you know, that was just that, (laughs) uh, I, I feel like it's what you make of it. Um, in the end, and you have to know where you're trying to go after the pro card, the pro card, I see as the beginning of your next step, your next journey. Um, it's not all, you know, yeah, I get my pro card and it's a flock of a hundred thousand followers that come with it. And, you know, no, that's, that's not how it's going to be. Uh, if you want that. You have to work for it. Um, And if you want the top spots, you have to work for it. Uh, It's not going to be given to you. Just you. It's just that, you know, straightforward. Um, So, no, like I like I said, yes and no. For those who have have been in the game, who have worked um, for the notoriety and, you know, people know their name because of the hard work that has come. Yeah. Yeah. What you, I feel like what you see is yeah, what you get. Um, but it's not like that for every single pro, um, in the game. Oh, definitely. I think one of the common misconceptions about being a pro is that people think that turning pro will like fix their health issues or that, you know, they will finally have the body that they can appreciate or their eating disorder will go away. And I just feel like these things are just not, not accurate at all. No. And that, and that's with anything in life, you know, I mean, the main thing, you know, people feel like people, a lot of people feel as though, you know, money would bring you happiness, but I mean, unless you were living on the street, then no, I don't believe that, you know, money is going to increase your happiness. And like I said, it is all about what you make it. And if you want, you know, those things to change, like you said, maybe an eating disorder or your or the body that you, you know, wanted to get to. Well, you have to put in the work. Yeah, okay, I got the pro card, but that's that that piece of paper is not going to keep you in the shape that you want to be in. You there are things that you have to continue to do. Um and that's why I feel like there should always be another goal. Once you reach that goal, there should be another goal to continue to uh, allow you to grow and become better than where you were. No. And, and I think that a lot of times people feel like, okay, I'm going to wait until after my vacation to start, you know, my caring about my health and fitness, or I'm going to wait until after I move to start caring about my health and fitness, or I'm going to wait until I have more money to start caring for my health and fitness. And I feel like the more, the longer you wait, the longer you're just going to be waiting. And, and I, and that's not necessarily going to 
get you closer to your goals. I feel like this is an everyday thing and there's no better time to start working on yourself than today. And, you know, and every day, (laughs) Yeah. you know, it it drives me crazy when someone's like, I'm not going to start today. I'm going to start, you know, next month or a year from now. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like you're living now, like you need to, you know, if health is a priority for you, then you need to start caring about your health now because nobody else is going to care. Yeah. So, and, and then, you know, when there's always going to be a lot of things getting in the way of that. You know, life isn't always going to be perfect. You're not always going to have, you know, perfect income flowing in or no issues with your spouse or, you know, with your job or anything like that. So you kind of just have to live life and take it each day with no excuses, basically. No, that's true. I mean, going back to what you're saying with the whole, you know, I'll start today. I'll start, no, I'll start tomorrow. I'll start next week. The, those are excuses. Those are, those are excuses. I'm not saying that I haven't done that myself, but I, those are excuses to be less harder on yourself. And the thing is the main person, the first person that you should be focusing on, not in a selfish way, but is yourself, you know, I mean, if you, you can't make others better if you aren't well, if you aren't better. Um, And so to give yourself those excuses, it just only makes it easier to make more excuses in life, in other areas in life. Oh, so. most definitely. Yeah. The way we, <laughs> it's funny because it's so true. Like the way that we approach our prep is exactly the way, you know, very similar to the way we approach other aspects of our life, like you said, and other things in our life. You know, if we're lazy slacking in our prep, then we're probably lazy slacking in our life as well. Um, yeah. Because you're developing these habits, you know, and they're, there, it's really hard to break a habit, especially when you're not aware of the habit that you're forming. Oh, gosh, most definitely. And that's what I was saying, you know, from the beginning where, you know, I in this industry and working the way I have and just staying focused and dedicated, seeing that I've been able to create a different me, you know, from what other people saw, because I created those habits and they have bled into, you know, other things in life, you, you kind of think about it and go, well, if I'm able to do that here, you know, in this piece, in this part of my life, okay, let's go to the next piece. And, and, and you, it'll bleed into like the, the, the right things or the wrong things, you know, right habits or wrong habits. It will bleed into the rest of your life, um, whichever way it goes. And, you know, I think many people would want, you know, the positive side of it and the, the, the right healthy habits, um, for all of your life instead of the wrong ones. So I kind of want to dive back into your prep and your journey till now. Um, Mm -hmm. I know recently you decided to step away from the stage. What was your reasoning behind, um, stepping away from the stage? Ah, well, first it was not what my focus was this year being, or, you know, 2000, was it 2019 being on the Olympia stage? So, of course, it was not right out the gate because, of course, you know, points start in August. But right out the gate this year, it was, okay, let's try and hit every show um, that I could to gain points. But then I had to think smart as shows started coming and going and I wasn't getting those points. Um, I didn't want to run my body down. 
uh, you know, even if you did get the points and you're all the way up to the point of the Olympia, then there's really, I just feel like there's no point because again, I don't want to walk on stage just to walk on stage um, and be at my weakest. I want to be at my greatest. Um, so that was, that was a big part of just going, okay, let's, let's pause. Um, and the game plan was to start truly start when the points start over so that, you know, you're, you're coming out the gate with everybody else and not trying to catch up. Um, but then there, and I was going to do the Chicago show just to see, you know, I, I felt like I needed a, a, a bigger upper body just to match, this lower half of mine that likes to stay pretty big. Don't know why. Um, but but that was the goal. Then once the, um, what was it? The announcement for the wellness division came out, um, I decided I wanted to switch over. <gasps> yes. Oh my so- gosh. <laughs> so bikini was no longer my focus. And instead of working on the upper half, we had to just pause and see, of course, like everyone else, like what is it that they're looking for, for this wellness division? We knew it would be bigger. So for me, I said, well, I, I, I have to see what needs to be bigger <laughs> or what needs, you know, what needs to be adjusted. So Chicago was off the table for bikini because there's no point. Um, and now that we have gotten more specifics, uh, things have switched back to my lower half. So, so I am working on building uh, more mass, more muscle. And um, my focus is to get back on stage next year uh, within the wellness division now. Wow. That is huge. That is such like... I'm so excited for you. Like, it's so different. I haven't even met anyone who has decided to switch that category. So I'm so excited for you and like what's to come. Like, I think that's amazing. (laughs) Yes. I was just going to ask you like what your goals are, you know, in the sport in general. Um, But it seems like you're going more towards the wellness division. What is the end all goal though? Uh, Well, I mean, I still want to make it to the Olympic stage, uh, but now in this new division. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, my and I, I honestly don't care who knows. Of course, I feel like the more you tell your goals or speak them, they're closer to actually being accomplished. Oh yeah. Um, so my goal um, right now, the focus is to be the first. Um for IFBB since this would be the like the inaugural for wellness division I want to win overall in the Olympia come next year that's where I'm at wow yeah that's amazing I feel like Mm -hmm. the fact that you're even brave enough to even speak the words means that it's going to happen you know it's there you go unbelievable how much our thoughts and you know, the way that we think really becomes our reality. And I love that you're able to just come out and just say it. You know what I mean? So I'm just so excited for you. Like, I know you're going to do amazing. You are such a dedicated person that I look up to um, and I've always looked up to. So I'm just so excited for you. That's that's so amazing. You have no idea. It's so exciting. (laughs) 
I know it's going to be so amazing. So Beatrice, do you have any mentors in this sport? I feel like you are so strong-minded and you, I mean, you're just incredible. Like who helps you through all of this and who kind of guides you along your way? Oh, that's so funny you say that. Um, Because again, no shade to anyone. I feel as though there are, I feel like there's a mentor inside of everyone. Um, But I don't look to anyone. I am my own mentor, I guess you can say, not with any ego or anything like that. It's just that if you can blur the lines, if I have a mentor, you know, either from afar or close up to where I can go both ways with it. Either they can be strictly a mentor or it can start to fade into, but that's what I want to look like. That's who I want to be. And then I may not become who I'm supposed to be. So for me, I focus on me. I focus on myself when it comes to trying to be the best me I can be. Um, and yeah, especially in this, in this industry, that's, that's kind of it. Like I said, no ego, no anything like that. Uh, that. Like, that's not me. That part isn't me, but it's just, it's just being able to push myself is a good thing because you, you can re- well, you should be able to rely on yourself. And that's the way I see it. That's what I say. But like I said, uh, there are a ton of individuals out there who I feel, yes, you are doing your thing. I love it. You know, all I'm excited for you. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't name like anyone that I zeroed in on. <laughs> no, I completely understand. Like a lot of people, you know, either have mentors or they don't, you know, it's basically, you know, each person is so different for sure. So I wanted to go to the bikini diaries question and Ooh. you can answer this question any which way that you would like. Okay. If there was one thing you could confess, whether it be good or bad about your experiences as a competitor, fill in the blank, dear diary. Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, that could be a loaded question. Give me a second. Let me think that I can confess good or bad. Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. See, this isn't, this isn't that bad. Um, I think it's more funny than anything, but it happened earlier this year. As we competed, it just started to seem like, because like I said, we were going to um, as many shows as possible. And, oh Lord, I can't believe I'm about to say this. <laughs> but it just seemed like, you know, an everyday thing that was going on. And I realized I forgot to shave, like, most of myself if you know what I mean and I was just like I was like oh okay day of the show is like oh I am in a show oh my god I said (laughs) oh that's right I was supposed to do that it was like everything that you normally do because it's like it's one show check mark check mark okay I got all this I got it just started to seem like an everyday thing like I wake up and breathe okay here's the show 
and it was like the latest one that I had done. And it, like I said, just everything seemed like a normal day. And then I go, mm, nope, nope. I put my bikini on and said, nope, <laughs> nope. And today's the day. So, you know, I had, had to do some, some, some quick, you know, I asked everybody else was doing their posing. I said, where's the restroom? Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, that is, oh Lord, that's like hand on my face and covering my, my eyes and everything kind of moment. Um, but yes, now the world knows. No, I'm joking. Um, but yes, now more people know than I do, but that was, that was a, um, that was Quite a an experience, for you. right? <laughs> there you go. Yes, it was. Um, well, thank you for your confession, Beatrice. <laughs> And what piece of advice would you give to someone wanting to become a professional in the sport? Oh. Have defined goals. Um, truly defined goals for what you want to do. Stay focused. Don't allow your fluffy season, as we want to call it, um, to discourage you in any way, you're beautiful at any stage. But be mindful of staying healthy overall. That's what I would say. Um, it's not more so a look, you know, that stage look or that lean look or, you know, whatever you want to call it. I truly want people to focus on that overall healthy um, um side of it mind and body that's most important coming into this industry you need it that's wonderful b and if we wanted to follow you and definitely follow you along this new wellness journey of yours where could we find you uh instagram i know i have a facebook page but i am unfortunately not on it as much as i should be uh but instagram i am B B E A underscore fit coach. That's Perfect. It. Well, yes. thank you so much for being on today. I absolutely loved talking to you and catching up and you're just so amazing. <laughs> uh, thank you. So are you. I if love you, you love this episode, just as much as I love this episode and you know someone who may love this episode just as much as you and I loved this episode, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you could help me help others. So please, if you loved it, it takes 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share with all of your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And always remember to never give up on your dreams.